as we welcome in John Michael Lyles, former Colorado Avalanche defenseman and now analyst with the team. Uh, morning, John Michael. Uh, welcome to Sports 1440 with Kevin Carries and Olympic gold medalist Lorianne Munzer. Good morning. Morning. Thanks a lot for having me. Well, thanks for hopping on here. Uh, just after the All Star break, did you kind of are you into the All Star break, the weekend, the kind of thing? How, how's it kind of uh, check in with you at this time of the year? Well, I, I mean, it was um, you know a nice little nice little break, and um, I think you know for the guys, it's always nice. And um, for me, I've got an eight year old daughter that plays hockey, so she was super into the skills competition oh. and the. Uh, in the game and and so yeah it's always fun just kind of um you know taking a step back and not you know paying attention to each each and every game each and every day and, and getting a little break and seeing those guys have some fun there in uh, in toronto the last few days are you coaching your daughter or, or just kind of keeping tabs on her from afar <laughs> uh coaching is a very loose term um but i but yeah, I, I'm, I'm having fun with it she she's super into it she's um we live in the mountains and so she skis and she plays hockey and um you know it's, it's fun to see her doing both and and you know really getting into the abs stuff um with me doing tv for them and um yeah i, I don't know that i'm officially coaching um maybe next year we'll see <laughs> is she into the the pwhl and everything kind of getting going and stuff like that too well, that's been a really cool thing that I've been able to talk to her about. Um, you know, she, she always asks, um, you know, is there a possibility for her to play professionally? Mm-hmm. And, and um, now that's a, a really cool thing to be able to tell her. And, and she loves that. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's uh, we haven't been able to get to a game in person just where we are. Yeah. But, um, you know, hopefully that's a bucket list thing here in the next year or two. John Michael Lyles, our guest on Sports 1440. So the um, Avs in New York tonight to play the Rangers. Uh, just your thoughts on kind of uh, getting things going here again right after the All-Star break. Yeah, I mean, you're right back in the uh, in, right back in the fire uh, if you're the Avs. You know, you go go to New York and, and you've got, a, I think it's a 12-day road trip that they're on um, that kind of takes them all up and down the East Coast. And, um, you know, it'll be a good test. You're, you're playing some really good teams, starting with the Rangers tonight. Um, you know, they make their way down to Florida as well. And, and um, uh, I believe up to Washington. And so, yeah, it, it's, um, you know, it, there, there's, there's, there's going to be some challenges on this trip. And, um, you know, the, the Zach Parise signing, I think, um, you know, mm-hmm. he's going to be given uh, a number of opportunities to see kind of where he fits into this lineup. And, um, you know, depth for the abs has been, uh, has been a question mark all year. So we'll see if that he, we'll see if he can add to that lineup. Um, you know, obviously Nathan McKinnon is playing, um, you know, top of the world right now and Kale McCarr doing his thing night in and night out. But, you know, that secondary scoring, that secondary, um, depth for the abs is going to be key down the stretch. So talking about Nathan McKinnon, you know, he's probably been the best that you've seen. What do you think has been the, the th- I don't know, the, the change, the shift to watch with him? Is he coming into his groove or do you think it's something else? You, you know, it, it's funny. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, Watching Nate at the beginning of the year, I mean, he actually started off relatively slow, um, and, and he tends to do that. You know, it takes him a little, a little while to kind of hit his stride. But now, I mean, he just seeing the game at a. It's almost like he's seeing the game in slow motion, the way that he's able to operate uh, on the ice. And 
um, you know, he's just, he, he's finding, um, finding holes. Um, he's using his speed. He's using his strength and, and he can really play the game any way you want to play it. It's not just, um, you know, it's not just going to be a finesse game with Nathan. And, um, you know, but I think that's honestly the most impressive thing is, um, you know, he can, he can throw hits, he can take hits, uh, and, and he's still going to be a threat, even if it's a physical game, even if it's playoff hockey. And, you know, he's really hit his stride, I would say, from about November 10th on, somewhere in there. And, like I said, he's been arguably, I, I, you know, I would say, um, you know, top two players in the league since then. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it's just fun to watch. It's fun to see in person for me, um, you know, night in and night out at Ball Arena. And, um, you know, it, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see if he can continue this throughout the year because I think, you know, he, he could be the Hart Trophy favorite at this point. And if he continues this play throughout the, the remainder of the regular season, uh, I just don't know if you can um, go a different direction with mm-hmm. it. John Michael Lyles, our guest on Sports 1440. You know, I asked this to a couple of guests that we had on in previous weeks, uh, uh, John Michael, and we're getting back to the best on best Olympics and and then the uh, the, yeah. the Four Nations thing. Would you play John? Would you play if you were coaching John Michael? Would you play Nathan McKinnon and Connor McDavid on the same line? Oh, <laughs> that's such a good question. Um, I, I mean, it's it's. I, you know, it's just so hard to say because, um, like, Nate and Connor, both they're both guys that you want to have the puck, right? And so, um, you know, I think it's a little bit of a double-edged sword because they could be so dominant out there together with, with the way that both of them skate. Uh, and, and, you know, it's not like there's a lot of defensemen in the league that can keep up with either one of those, let alone both of those guys on the ice at the same time. But it's also, you know, do you spread the wealth and, and, and have Connor McDavid on one line and Nathan McKinnon on another where those guys can have the puck at will and really create and, and um, create opportunities for the other two guys on the line. So, I, I mean, it's a, it's a, it, you know, it's a luxury that, that anybody would, you know, love to have. And, you know, if, if, I don't know how that would happen, but if they were ever down a goal and putting those guys on the ice at the same time, I mean, it would be really tough to stop them. But I, I, I would almost lean towards having them on separate lines because they're so dominant and, and they're just, they're guys that want the puck. And, uh, and operate so well and control the game when they have the puck on their step. It's a good problem to have, uh, isn't it? Uh, you, <laughs> yeah. you, you touched, uh, you mentioned his name earlier, uh, Zach Parisi. Uh, how much does he have left in the tank and what can he offer this team uh, right now? Well, we're going to find out pretty quick how much he has left in the tank. I mean, he's, uh, he's a guy that uh, has had a lot of success over the years. And, um, you know, for, for, for Zach, I think it's more just a matter of, um, you, you know, you know how to play the game. Um, you know, the abs are a team that a lot of times can, um, dominate possession and, and, uh, dominate scoring chances. And so for him, it's, it's do what he's always done. He's always been a guy that, that hasn't been afraid to go into the corners, you know, puck retrievals, create chances, um, you know, off the cycle, get to the front of the net. And I think he's going to have some good opportunities when you look at, uh, you know, some of the forwards that the ass have with um, Nathan McKinnon, with Miko Rantman, um, you know, that are playing at such a high level. And, and, you know, some of the defensemen, Bo Byram, you know, Kale McCarr, uh, Devontae, guys like that. I mean, there's going to be opportunities for him to contribute. And um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how much he does have left in the tank. And, and he's going to get uh, like he's gonna get quite a, a bit of an opportunity here uh, on this road trip to kind of show where he's at. 
John Michael Lyles, our guest on Sports 1440. Uh, how would you assess the play of Ryan Johansson this year? You know, Ryan Johansson, I mean, listen, he's never going to be a guy that blows you away with his speed. But what I will say is I think they've, they've put him in, you know, some different situations, some different opportunities. Um, you know, he's, he's been out there killing penalties, winning face-offs. And um, he's a guy that's great on the face-offs. I mean, obviously, you'd love to have him be a little more involved in the offense. He's been somewhat streaky in that sense. But I would say um, he hasn't really had a consistent you know, uh, two wingers. When you look at Arturi Lackin and going down, um, you know, he got hurt for eight-plus weeks at one point. You know, Val Nachushkin's not with the team right now. And so those originally were his two wingers to start the year, but he hasn't really had that, uh, I would say, a, a run or a stretch of games with both those guys on his wing. So they've been kind of moving some guys in and out with them. Uh, he's played with Kibi Ranta a little bit. And, you know, they're just, I think they're just trying to, to give him some guys with some speed on the wings um, just to kind of, you know, help with his uh, lack of foot speed, I guess would be my, my, my best description of it. But that's, you know, that's who he's always been. He's a smart player. He wins face-offs. He's, um, you know, he's reliable in his own end. And, um, you know, uh, Jared Bednar trusts him in a number of different situations. So, um, like I said, you'd love to see him scoring more, but at the same time, he really hasn't had that, that consistent um, two wingers uh, on either side throughout this, you know, throughout a good portion of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Michael Lyles with us on Sports 1440. Uh, just to kind of, you know, change gears here a little bit, Personally, did you know that you wanted to kind of get into the the TV business, the analyzing of, uh, you know, with a team and and being a commentator? Did you know that when you were kind of playing or when did you kind of feel that that this was a a step for you uh, after your career was done? Uh, you know, I, I, I was always um, good friends with uh, with the guys that were doing the commentating for the Avs, um, even after I left and was in Toronto and Carolina and Boston. And always just tried to stay high when I was around and just chat with those guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I talked with them a little bit my last year in Boston about possibility of it. And I said, you know, I'm probably going to take a little bit of time and just figure out exactly what direction I want to go. And um, about halfway through that first summer, I, I, I came to the realization that I didn't really know what I was going to do, and I don't sit still very well. So, um, you know, it, it actually worked out because I, I kind of said, hey, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to jump into this. And um, I don't do every game for the abs, but I probably do, um, you know, uh, I would say – almost half of them during the year and um and they've been super gracious about it um i've got two young kids and mm-hmm. they understand that my schedule isn't always uh flexible in that regard but um i i do enjoy it i love i love watching the games i love the guys that i work with they make it you know they make it worth um worth that time uh, just because they're 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 so good at what they do, uh, we always have fun, and um, you know we always say if you're if you're not having fun on TV, nobody's going to have fun watching you, and that's you know that's probably been my my uh, my favorite part of it. Mm-hmm. What's harder? What's easier for you? Uh, you know, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I for me, it's it hasn't been too tough in terms of. Um, just 
being able to talk about the game. I mean, you, you've been around the game your whole life, and, and um, you know you can you can really kind of um, just go into uh, into the uh, into the, the the little idiosyncrasies of the game without really even thinking about it. For me, it's more like if I have to break something down on on video um, and and use the iPad. For some reason, the iPad and I don't get along very well. So um, I can talk about it really well. It's more just when I have to start operating the technology technology. Mm. That's when it uh, it gets on top of me. <laughs> I loved what you said about you didn't know what you wanted to do once your career on ice uh, was finishing, but also, too, that you can't sit still, and I find that with a lot of athletes. Um, yeah. Going on a 10-day road trip, there's a little different preparation, and I remember when I was racing, I didn't play hockey, but it was cycling. Um, can you talk about just the challenges, but also the good stuff that comes with a 12-day road trip? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, um, first of all, it's a grind because you're not just in one place for 12 days. Everybody knows that you're playing games in different places. You're, you're hopping on the plane, um, you know, every other day. And sometimes, um, you know, every day just because of the back to back scenarios, but, um, you get to spend time with, you know, guys that you call your brothers and guys that you go to battle with and, and, uh, you know, get to know people and, and enjoy, you know, different cities, different weather, um, you know, going to Florida and, uh, and enjoying that weather. Um, but by the end of that 12 day road trip, you're ready to sleep in your own bed and you're ready to, uh, you know, to get back to your routine of, of being at home. So there's, um, you know, there, there's pluses and minuses to it. Uh, I would say that, you know, it doesn't last forever now being, you know, past my playing time. And, uh, and you don't, you don't really think about that when you're playing, you're, you're just so focused on the process and, um, you know, making sure that you're putting forth everything you can to help the team win games. But, uh, you know, looking back on it, I'm like, man, it, it, you know, I appreciated it, but I don't know that I appreciated it enough, the time with teammates, um, because it is. It's the, it's the thing you miss the most when you leave the game uh, is being around the guys and being around the rink and being on the, the plane and being on those road trips and talking. You know, I, I'm a big part of uh, the uh, Colorado Avalanche Alumni Association, just talking with all our guys that are fresh, um, you know, into retirement. Um, you know, that's the thing that, that resonates the most is you just miss those times with um, with those, you know, with the guys in the locker room and at the rink. Right. Is there something that you would do different knowing that and imparting on the athletes and the players right now so that, I don't know if it's <laughs> to enjoy more? Because it's true. Exactly what you're yeah. saying is, is just there is yeah. a camaraderie. There is that socialness. What would you impart? Yeah. You know, I, and I've said this to a number of guys, some, you know, some of the younger guys that I played with that are still in the game. And um, I, I just said, you know, enjoy every second because you just never know how long it'll last. I was fortunate enough to play 14 years and, um, you know, it, it, it went by in the blink of an eye. And now I'm in a, you know, a different part of my life with young kids and, you know, running around and, and trying to, to figure out who I am and what's next. Um, but you never know how long it's going to last and you don't realize how good those times are until you're, you're out of it and you don't have it every day. Um, the other thing I would say is, is, you know, just think about what you want to do in the next step of your life too. Um, so many guys go through it and, and never really think about what might be next. Yes. And, um, you know, some of us are fortunate to find some pretty cool stuff to do, but that's not always the case. 
And, you know, even just dedicating a little bit of time, whether it's in the summers or whether when you're on the road, um, uh, of just thinking about something that may, may interest you um, when you're done playing hockey would be the best best thing that I could say. Mm-hmm. John Michael Lyles with us on Sports 1440, our St. Albert Dodge game of the day tonight, Colorado in New York to play the Rangers. What do uh, the Avs need to do tonight to come out of Madison Square Gardens with a, a two points tonight? Well, they got to be ready early. Um, that's been a consistent theme with the Avs this year is, uh, you know, some slow starts to games. And not every game, but I would say, um, you know, better than 50% of the games, they, they, they take them a little while to get their legs. And once they get into a groove, they have a tendency to dominate. But, um, yeah, the, I would say it's got to be um, you're jumping out of the gate uh if you're if you're not ready going into Madison Square Garden, it can get on top of you really quickly. Um, it was one of my favorite places to play as a visitor, but um, it's also a really hard place to play. And so for me, you know, that's the big thing. You know, if Nate and Kale and and you know those top guys are, are into it early, coming off of uh, the All Star game, then I think the Avs are going to be in a good spot. But uh, you know, if they're if they're kind of um, waiting to see how the Rangers are going to come out, then you know it could be uh, it could be a long start to the road trip. Mm-hmm. Hey, John Michael, thanks for this. Really appreciate your time uh, and uh, enjoy yeah. your your um, input on all the uh, uh, Avs Altitude broadcasts. Uh, thanks for coming on and uh, best of luck in the future. Thanks for this. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, that's uh, John Michael Lyles.